Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to part five of the Thunderball Review, where Bond visits the Junkanoo, we see the death of Volpe and Vargas, and we discuss the 007 theme. Really, 007. We go to the Mardi Gras, sorry, the, the, the Junkanoo, back again. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> no, it is great though, isn't it? It's all... Even though it's night, it still feels like it's so hot and oh yeah, it's real. Yeah. And you, you're actually there, and they're in a car, aren't they? So Bond and Volpe in the back, and who's is Vargas driving? Gianni, I think. Gianni, oh, Gianni, Gianni, Gianni Favaris, We've done that joke. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, no one got it then, apart from us. <laughs> there's like a, there's basically a traffic jam, isn't there? Or a, yeah. well, the carnival is blocking them. Yeah, it's quite crucial. You, you almost get the, the guy, it's the equivalent of a guy coming around to wipe your windscreen. This is Bacard, Battle of Bacard. Yeah. yeah. Not run. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'd have thought. Biowater. Have a sip, he can't harm you, man. As hard as you get set on fire, it's just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it, you know, when you put it in the car, you know, it's absolutely going really <laughs> <laughs> But it is. It's very. It's very Bond, isn't it? You know, he's 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 got this tiny opportunity. He sees it. Yeah. Quite. I feel sorry for Volpe when he knocks it. You know. I w- I would say if I was going to be hypercritical, it's a flaw in Volpe's character that it's, she's been flawless throughout. Yeah. She's seen that alcohol's been dropped on the um on the floor, and she's always been two steps ahead of everything. And I think. And she lights up. To, to light up there does yeah. seem a bit out of character for someone who's always been so on the money from the start. But we can let it go. Hard as well, strange. <laughs> like, a... <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, it is. Like, was it gunpowder? Yeah, a lot of smoke. <laughs> yeah. Like when in the Spectre meeting, the guy getting electrocuted, it's a similar sort of effect, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Then it's awful. Is that one of the guys? Is it, is it Yanni or no? One of them's on fire. 
he rolls into the street, doesn't he? Yeah. Quite graphic. And is it him or is it another guard that then managed to shoot Bond in the ankle yeah. at that point? It might, yeah. One of the rare times that Bond is actually injured. Yeah. Yeah. We want to see a Bond that bleeds. I know. <laughs> We've been praying for it for so long. And... I know. It's just we, we get the uh, 007 theme. Yeah. Oh. It's off, doesn't it, since he rolls out of the car. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I say at this point, and this might be controversial and not at all popular with you guys or the whole oh, no. wider audience, I am not, it feels like in every conversation, I am not the biggest, I'm not as big a fan as everyone else of the 007 theme. I really like it. I've no problems with it, but I know like you guys and a lot of people, you know, you love it and lots of fans do. For me, like sometimes it, does, it doesn't quite fit, I don't think, in terms of it's, it seems a bit like a, a Western theme but not to be used in action scenes and things like that. This is just my point of view. The only reason I'm saying that is because in this moment, I think it's absolutely unbelievably perfect and brilliantly done. I think this is the best use of the 007 theme because it's it perfectly matches the tension and it's got undertones of there's a sinister threat beneath it. And I think this is where it really, really works well. Uh, that's just... My uh, opinion, I wanted to highlight here, I think it, it really is magical. I think I do know what you mean. It's interesting because they've never really tried to adapt it at all. You know how, like, the Bond theme has yeah. different bits and you can, you know, weave a little bit of it here and there. The 007 theme is ordinarily just present, you know, just played in full almost. Yeah. This perhaps is the, I think at this point, it happens where it goes into, you know, yeah. dun, 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 which... Yeah. Absolutely That's brilliant. Best, the best use. So it good. That's why it works for this, Harry. That, yes. So I, I would I would tend to agree. Well, it's not my 007 theme isn't my favourite piece of music that certainly that Barry's written or that's but it is it is quite nice to hear and it's it's that you know you don't get you don't get other than the Bond theme, you don't get any other repeated themes throughout the films until you got to a bit David Arnold. Am I right here? Yeah. And then, you know, Thomas Newman just, you know, pressing yeah. copy. Um, <laughs> but so to have that, you know, a bit of familiarity, and and obviously the reason for the creation of the theme was because Barry hadn't written the the Bond theme yeah. himself, so he wanted to yeah to write his own. Go on, John. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm a massive fan of the of the 007 theme, but I do kind of understand where where you're coming from. And I think for me, it's sometimes misused. I think that's my mm. issue with it. So I, here, and from Russia with Love, I think it's perfect. Because I think, that it, especially this, it's very frenetically filmed. And, and the fast pace of the song complements that. And I think the Russia with Love, the escaping aspect of it does. <laughs> the Diamonds Are Forever one's weird. Like, it, it's just mm. being played while Blofeld's in his baffo so. <laughs> So there's, you know, so I'm diving into the yeah. So so it's like compared the intensity of of this to that. Yes, it's just yeah. very different. And then the other one's the Moonraker, which is really left wing. It's like it, yeah. left field. So it's very. It's slowed down. It comes out of nowhere, and then it and then it has Jaws doing a wily coyote <laughs> over the um over the yeah exactly. <laughs> I think it's a fabulous piece of music. I don't always think it's been used at the most appropriate times. 
Yeah, I, th- I think that's right. I think it's the uh, what they don't use in Thunderball is a da, 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 da. and I think that is the that's kind of a hero uh, horseman yeah. on the horizon it's, kind of. You're absolutely um, right. Harry. That's brilliant. I've never heard anyone refer to it, but a Western theme that bit is so Western, isn't mm. it? Is this so because so you know, the, this version? <laughs> In, you know, linking into that other theme, you hear it again later, don't you, for the underwater battle? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's never been used twice within a film, surely. Yeah, you might be right. And just to note, I do think it sounds really good in that later scene as well. Oh, it does, yeah. I think it might be used twice in From Russia With Love. I think right. I think it's used in the escaping of the le- with the letter, but it's yeah. also used in the battle, the gypsy camp battle yeah. as well. Right, yeah. So good, isn't it, then? Yeah, I, I know what you mean, Harry. I, we haven't really discussed it much, actually, that, that piece of music. And it isn't really discussed much. But it was quite nice. We're pretty sure that, I think we are, yeah, Cue the Music did perform it in Bradford. Yeah. At the time, which was so nice to hear. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember which one it was on, but it, yeah, it was Bradford, wasn't it? Um, mm-hmm. It's not really, t- I don't think people at, outside the Bond franchise, the big fans, would know it. But when they hear it within the films, they'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, can recall that. Like Martha said, no, it's never quite been readapted. So if they were to put it in a a modern current film, they would have to. I think they'd have to reinvent it a little bit in yeah. terms of yeah. the, the instruments used, and that you know that might really. Um, and, and like I said, you don't, you don't have to just play it in its entirety. You know, you no. can just one part of it or two parts. Yes, yeah, yeah, and work yeah. with that. Yeah, it kicks in, doesn't it? When Bond he's limping now. Oh, it's and so that, good, and that's rare, isn't it? We don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe license to kill when he's absolutely battered out, falling off the tanker. Oh, many yeah. other times when Bond's been that injured. The, the editing for this, yeah, yeah, with uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service when he gets yeah. down, town, yeah, and the kind yeah. of the, the frenetic cutting, cross cutting, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, some, yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, really great. Really Is that great. quite pioneering for the time? I don't know, Chris. Is that how often was that such quick shots for the sixties? I don't. Yeah, I think it's almost like quite abstract, isn't it? You know, yeah, you know, yeah. Like now, by today's standards, it's pretty. You know, you don't really come across that amount of cutting. and the camera, each, every camera is moving as well. And this, it does this really funny thing where the camera drops and it, it, it yeah. keeps that in. Like it might be like zooming in at the top of a parade thing, and then the camera drops and everything yeah. goes blurry, and then it cuts. That it's, woman smiling and looking down at him. Yeah. I think I, I tried to mention as much as I could in uh, Cinema Savvy's 60 Greatest Moments because I had the absolute honour of talking about this, but it really is the most wonderful combination of music, editing, acting, cinematography, everything. I, I really struggle to think of many better uh, sequences in the whole franchise. I absolutely love this this moment. It is because it, you, you start with this frenetic stuff, then hiding... And then mm. the lovely, you know, sort of going to the club for a bit of a reprieve, and then oh heck, yeah, surrounded. How's Bond going to get out of this? But you do. I know. I know. We've said this, and I've probably said it, probably you know, a few seconds ago in the review. But you do, <laughs> do you feel that these characters have been dropped into this real thing that's happened? Yes. Like they're filming it amongst a documentary. It's a bit like when we were. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Film as as lads, and if we would go and do, a, you know. If we dared to do a scene out in public, do you remember we tried to do a chase in New Orleans? Do you remember that on board? Oh, wow, yeah, Bourbon Street. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. Come on, 
Um, I can't remember that, Matt. Tell us. So oh, I just yeah. love, you know, as you know, as I've said in other reviews, I love the idea of, of chases and, and there being real kind of um, tension within a public setting and the public don't know anything that's going on. And But, you know, Bond and these other characters are, are right within it. And, you know, you can't just, you can't just open fire. You know, you can't just have a massive shootout. It's yeah. got to be different. It's got to work differently. And yeah, the editing and the music just add to, well, they create an atmosphere where it's so frenetic and it has the complete desired effect that the viewer is disorientated and, you know, mm. They're, they're not sure who's where, and you know, and the jog, you know, kind of the geography of the scene. It's 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 outstanding. I think I mentioned this when we watched it at the cinema. So, since this recording, um, <laughs> we have seen it on the big screen as part of the 60th anniversary when they were re-shown in the UK, mm. and we we did an episode on that. And I think Sam came with us, and I think D- Dave, your brother, came with us, didn't he, John? Yeah. This is not what you're going to think I'm going to say now, but. <laughs> one of the shots, you know, these quick shots, you just see a dog weeing. And I, I seem to be the only person who, who's honestly looked back. And if you know, <laughs> it, I think it's just, it's fairly near the start after Volpe sees the blood. It's, uh, you know, just as they've got out of the car, you do see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, you know, a retrievery type small. Yeah. I think it's like, like a wild dog, isn't it? It's like a yeah, yeah. Well, it's real life, it's- isn't it? It's weird this running theme that Tom sees dog the dogs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, he came Real to dog lover. Labradors in Skyfall. <laughs> Winner every time. <laughs> but it is it is it is tense, and you sort of know where Bond is. He's he's hiding, but then Volpe has obviously got. She she actually sees the blood. I think it, Math. It looks a bit like the blood the the pretend blood that we had in our attic. That Dad didn't Dad put some down for a sort of birthday yeah. party, a scary. Or Halloween was it? I don't know. Really bright red. <laughs> don't really do Halloween parties, but yeah. No, must... but, no but James might have. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know what you mean. In yeah. the haunted bit of the attic. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really was, yeah. <laughs> but it, it is very red, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Babyish, would you? I, I, I think it is, but maybe that's what... I, I've not like seen it. blood in that way before. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it does look like that. I don't know. And the horror films, it's like it looks like paint. It doesn't look really, it's not like blood, is yeah. it? <laughs> Red. And obviously it needs to stand out on screen yeah. as well. Yeah. It's like, dark, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this but is one of the few kind of like obviously, like you're saying, it's one it's probably the first time you see Connery getting injured and there's a genuine yeah. kind of Yeah. You know, he's worried, but he still keeps his cool. He's not like he's not quite panicking just yet and then when he bumps into that bloke he suddenly yeah. he snaps out of it doesn't he and he's just like all oh. oh, right i'll go into what was it kiss kiss club yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's like i got shot in the leg i'll just put my hanky around it's fine oh. yeah <laughs> great acting when he bumps into that guy yeah Hilarious. it's like whistling i come to you then it's like yeah. oh <laughs> kind of moment yeah all of this scene is it? yeah i'm dolent now sort of going around in the streets and um, yeah, <laughs> I love. I, I love. Obviously, I love the club, and we'll get onto that in a moment. But even, I mean, this is tearing the scene to pieces. But I love. The, I love the toilets that he goes to because yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're like um, they're not fancy. You know, yeah. it's not for rich people. This place. It's it's like a real, genuine, authentic street club. Yeah, um, yeah. and I just, I just, this might be me being cynical. I just don't think they'd go for that as much these days. I think it'd be a chance to show. Uh, a swanky place in a city or a, 
a, mm. a chance to you know reveal a, a really special restaurant somewhere that like this is just has like a naked bulb dangling near the sink and there's just a guy who's just finishing up leaving yeah, <laughs> it's like it's, real. It's, it's yeah yeah it, exactly it adds to what math was saying about being dropped into a real situation here mm. and you are seeing bond amongst uh in a town you know in a community it's it's amazing not much dialogue here as well it's it's all okay. it's all happening and the way the music changes the, to the yeah yeah gosh this sequence has it all it's just the most it's such a barrage of color and sound and iconography of the bond franchise all the clothes are absolutely incredible can we get a big round of applause for connery's suit but connery is absolutely outstanding as the spy who is under a great deal of pressure just it's so it's such a wonderful watch it's so dynamic there's something happening in every single second and every single frame and it's just desperately exciting and it's like it's got a rhythm all of its own with Volpe actually catching up with Bond and it's just great it's just great but the genius of that is is that the music plays like that and you are thinking that the tension has gone exactly so it brings it right back up when you see Volpe straight away it's um it's, it's brilliant filmmaking Oh, there's a bit of fire walking. I'd, I'd, again, I'd forgotten about that. That woman dipping her toes in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that there was a Bond trip in summer yeah. 22. And yeah, it was a Bond in the Bahamas, wasn't it? And amazingly, Luciana Paluzzi was there and Martin Bezit was there. And the band were there. Was wow. the, was it King Erison? The, 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 the Bongo player was there. Yeah, and, yeah. And the That's lady the who... The lady who Connery danced with was and there as well. Are. Remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, isn't, she, isn't she... Sorry, I'm jumping ahead here. Sorry, so, yeah. She's in Casino Royale, isn't she? Yeah. And is she in the Bahamas when it's in Nassau there, then? If she isn't, that's confused. I think she is. <laughs> <laughs> At the, the main... Like I, my joke in the review, the main casino scenes in Casino Royale, the ones <laughs> in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> those ones, nearly. <laughs> yeah. Very cosy, though. Want someone to talk about this so realistic? This English woman who, but again, it's so Bond, isn't it? The way he just yeah. he can charm anyone, even when he's injured, he's panicking. He yeah. doesn't look like that to her, does he? He looks like the most confident guy ever. Yeah, yeah but it, it's, it's good, you know, improvisation from Bond yeah. and yeah. trying to like camouflage in by being yeah. hiding in plain sight or whatever. It's it's, it's, it's... you're That's mad, a... you. I mean, yes, yeah. yeah. Totally doesn't work, but yeah. What I also like about it is it it doesn't last that long. It doesn't work yeah. very well for very long at all. It's, no, no, it's, it's a good point that. Yeah, he's not hugely successful in it. You could have told me you, your wife was here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's very That's contrasting. <laughs> how Connery plays this is very contrasting to how Lazenby plays it. Because they're, it, it, they're very similar scenes, very similar editing, they're both being chased, and they're being chased in public place. Yeah. The horror whole, with the, the, the polar bear. Like. The polar bear, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, it, the jump scene. But yeah. Lazenby never... He, he sits on that, he puts his coat over him, and he's petrified. Yeah. Now, now I know that Connery is still petrified, but Connery 
has got a poker face and Connery yeah. gets on with it, but he's just unflappable. Yeah, you know, he's just. He's I'm brilliant. not sure we'd believe it if if Connery did the same. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I'm not. I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm just saying how how contrasting each Bond plays that that pretty much the same scene in a lot of ways, and they yeah. just play it so differently. It's Best so case. good. Oh. Certainly. Well, this is up there, isn't it? I mean, it's, and then it's like we say that we've got the instrumental of Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, but the. But, uh, yeah. jolly dancing yeah. version of it yeah that stays even though the threat becomes when you see the the guards surrounding the, the place I and mean, i love the guards surrounding the place. like yeah, so, he's the, fir- yeah. the first the first the first he sees is maybe vargas and another guy creeping in yeah and that forces him to look around to the other side and he doesn't see it's so good filmmaking like this and it happens in lots of other great films but like the first thing he sees is those creeping in and then he turns around and looks the other side and there are two guards that are just stationary uh, which implies they'd arrived yeah. even earlier and they just stood there it's like Yanni at the other end just stood watching him with his body completely open so it's just the way the guards surround the place is a massive part of this as well the real the, the threat is building and building and it it's also you know another glimpse of for us, how Spectre works, and we've not quite seen Spectre in a situation like this, have we? Where they're like deploying guards and people going into public and wearing the black uniform. Obviously, it makes them stand out in some way, but it's not in a ridiculous way at all. It's very well put together. Are they guards from the the other great club, Palmyra? Have they, have they been sent by Largo? Do you think to help Volpe? Well, I, th- I think Volpe will have brought them along with her because I think yeah. she has almost as much power as as Largo I don't know I don't think necessarily she doesn't I think we, we might have discussed yeah, she, we did, I think, yeah. she reports to Blofeld she doesn't report to Largo as far as I'm aware it's just he happens to live longer I suppose but he and he's obviously got the bombs on the, the disco yeah two clubs in a disco we've done that joke as well <laughs> in terms of the music in this though oh. that version is what's playing throughout in real life in real time isn't it but the that's just for the tension, but the bongo is in the background now, and it yeah, yeah. And the cutting again—it's done so well. Uh, it's not. This is not a slow film. It's certainly not this scene anyway. You can't. You couldn't say that. It's Quantum Solace head switching stuff. <laughs> no, it's, it's brilliantly cut. It's absolutely brilliantly edited. And when you've got that from John Barry, I, I get I'm, whenever I listen to this track on. Yeah. I just get shivers every time because it's yeah. just... Yeah. Bills and bills and bills. Is it called Volpe's Death yeah. or what? Um, Is it something in Volpe's Death or Volpe's Death and something? Something on the bongos, maybe it says as well. But, but yeah, it is. It's absolutely terrific, isn't it? And Connery's face throughout this, like he just keep, he keeps looking at yeah. everyone. Yes, yes. He notices that gun, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Rush with love gun comes out. Yeah, baby. She's noticed it as well, I think. She's noticed the gun. They're both, I think... Aware of it? Does he move her? He moves her deliberately, though, doesn't he? Towards yes. Oh, yeah. 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 I think I think the 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 build-up of kind of at first before you see the gun, it is like where where's the danger? Like it's yeah. here. Oh, it's not. It's over here. And then and then cutting it with the drums, the bongo action. Yeah. It's just, as it builds tension. Yeah. So it's like and you see Connor's just constantly looking, isn't it? It cuts back to him. Yes. And then it's like, has he spotted it? Has he spotted it? Yeah, just the last bit. Yes, he has. Yeah, he did well where he kept his fingers, didn't he? Flipping, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> has he immediately put his hand there after she's been shot to stop to stop people noticing, or or is it as you you're saying that it's he shot just 
Between, between the fingers. No. Is it? His fingers no. are there because he's got blood on his fingers. Yeah, no, he pops the shot and then quickly puts the finger on to stop the blood out. Well, yeah, and, and I, I'm not <laughs> saying the fingers are there. I, I think his hand's got to be somewhere to shift her in the first place. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't believe we're going into the details <laughs> of where, where his... Lads. <laughs> no, because <laughs> when you're, like, working out how Bond will better and usually kill yeah, a villain. Yeah. You've got to do it in different ways. And when when it's like, you know, this we've just said this big dangerous guy like Connery, and of course Volpe is dangerous, but in other ways, you can't just have like some fist fight between the two. Yeah. Mm. So, no, it's true. So something like this. Matt, is... would you prefer the strangulation? <laughs> <laughs> With a feather. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if only. If only. <laughs> no, but th- I mean, this is... This is such a brilliant, memorable death. Yeah. For a brilliant character. Volpe's death, I think, is one of the great ones in the franchise because she engages and prompts sympathy. She's a villain through and through, and she openly said just a couple of moments ago that she's not going to turn, but she manages to make you care. And, of course, at the end of the day, you've got... It's, it's Bond triumphing... Triumphing, sorry, over adversity and beating the villains but not without a smattering of heart. And it's so incredible the way he does it. I mean, it's brilliant. The blood between the fingers, I didn't get it as a kid. I just couldn't get my head around how wonderful it was. And as an adult watching this, it's just movie magic. Simple. If you've been picky, but it it helps, though. Do you think people don't hear the gunshot because of the bongos and the drums and everything that's going on? Yeah, Yeah. 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 Good, right, good. There's a couple of things. I wasn't looking at my notes, but before that slightly, sorry. Do you come here often? Yeah. It's meant to be a joke, though, isn't it? It's... Yeah. And then I've gr- I've grown accustomed to your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also when he says to, to to the woman about like, she says something, "You're crazy." And he's like, yeah. Can't we a bit crazy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just that like, is he's, a gag. he's he's thinking, it's you know the, the panic is starting to show. Yeah. He's like. Aren't we all a bit crazy? Like, he's so, like, wired. He just thinks, oh, I'll just play with it. And I'll just, like, go with it. And Yeah. We're all a bit mad. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's got time to do a proper, get, you know, death quit. Yes. Yeah. Oh. It's so good, isn't it? I mean, this, this is something that Roger does brilliantly, but Sean does it so well. Both of them. Either of them could have done this this in sleep, couldn't they, have they? It's so hmm. good. Yeah. But you're on the table. On the seat. <laughs> the couple, yeah, just looks so realistic. <laughs> She's just dead. That's if people... Yeah. 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 It's, not, it's not, he's dead tired, you know. Uh, yeah, Commando. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's so good, that. That's brilliant as well. But that's, you know, this is also like a major obstacle he's overcome at the same time. as Whilst escaping his death, he's also removed Volpe, which is significant. As soon as she's shot, the... The uh, guards back away. Absolutely. Yeah. Volpe, like, sorry, Vargas, like, no more. See you later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're the ones armed. Yes. You know, they, yeah. 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 <laughs> but maybe it shows that they're just so answerable to Volpe. Isn't Precisely. It? Yeah. 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 But the Vargas does, of course, come back, doesn't he, later? Does he? Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, oh, just that was a bit stressful. I just need a rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, fantastic. And then another, we said it before, so many quick cut scenes, a NATO meeting, which is 
We need that yeah. the to remember. Yeah. Hang on, what's going on in the background here? What's the big thing we? Yeah, it's in. Is it in that same room? The incredible Ken Adams set. Yeah, yeah, I think so. They're watching the like RAF debrief, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and then it cuts sort of. So you watch it, and then it cuts to them watching it, and then they start. Mm. Yes, and, and you got the Ponzi defense minister who's yeah, he's great, isn't he? Well, he he plays the part very well. He, he's he's one of those really annoying yeah. smug bureaucrats, but that's <laughs> the part he's supposed to play in it, you know. And he does it he does it very well. But again, M defends Bond. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. It gives M the chance to stick up for Bond. Yeah, he's very again. He's very Michael Horden, isn't it? Almost. Yes. What, yes. what does he say? <laughs> um... <laughs> I didn't get that. Could you try again? <laughs> like he has a heightened sense of drama, a very yes. <laughs> what's he, what's the line he says? That so about a sense of drama, like you did all seven drama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again, lines I've never heard anyone quote. You know how we we know so many lines don't in the Bond franchise, and we we use them in day to day life. Never heard anyone use that one. So that's, mm. your, that's your test for <laughs> try and get it. in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. it's brilliant. M really sticks up for him, like you say, John. And then you sort of know that Bond has now got to get there before everybody else does. And yeah. we get both, don't we? In the end, of course, we get the amazing raid, the air raid, and then it goes under. Oh, goodness me. So good. <laughs> Apparently not, though. But right, yes. So then another quick. <laughs> more brilliant shots, incredible photography, brilliant music, and the, the, the palette. Yeah, yeah. So you just want to be there, don't you? You really yeah. do. Yeah. So it's Bond and Felix are circling the area again to try and find the location of the plane. Mm. That means that if they can find it first, we don't have to pay the Spectre. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the, yeah. Did they end up paying Spectre at all? They're committed to paying. That's what they're about. They're, they're pretty much at the yeah, point yeah, where, right, yeah. this is what we've got to do. Yeah. We'll have to pay them and it's something like we'll have to smile about it. It's yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and you get Connery in that lovely check shirt. Yeah, yeah. Felix lighting his little jaunty red cap, and he's, he also <laughs> Felix in this film has, has some lovely flamboyant shirts yeah. as well. Yeah, and it's shirt and short combinations. Yeah, yeah. I'm a yeah. big fan of this Felix. <laughs> I am. Yeah, top yes. guy. This Felix. Where the in diamonds are forever. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone hates that bit. <laughs> Can you imagine that guy in in, in one of those shirts? Sneakers <laughs> couldn't get anywhere. And Maxwell's outside. It'd be interesting to know how much time Felix and Bond have spent in a helicopter looking down, fishing, yeah. as it were, in this in the franchise. Can I can I just say, watching it today, the coast helicopter, such license to kill vibes. Yes. Exactly. Oh yeah. Like, massive license. When they to rescue kill vibes. Bond from the the cave. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go fishing. Yeah. (laughs) And sharks. We need we need sharks in Bond again. Yes. So but that's apart from Jaws, it was very you know, it's a very Bond trope, wasn't it? I thought. You know, a shark hit. That's where that whole thing comes from, and the whole Austin Powers taking a bit out of it. Using animals as a as a as a weapon just isn't. Yeah. Yeah, you got what was the last there's a Skyfall Komodo. Yeah, dragons. Decoration. Yeah. Transport to get onto the, the yeah. bridge. Don't they? But that was a step in the right direction, definitely, for Skyfall. Mm. Oh, was that a gag? Yeah. 
Brilliant. Yeah, good. No, good no, yeah, 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 right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it was quite nice to see some, yeah. Tarantulas, obviously starting off tarantulas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just like oh. just yeah. And you think you think we've say Silver making such a speech about a rat. There should be a rat torture <laughs> scene. It yeah. should be like an yeah. absolute no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. You dirty rat. <laughs> 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 One of those smells of a rat. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. There's the rat. There's the rat inspector. Yeah, and that which yeah. I actually don't mind. But the rat's an no. ally. He leads him to the yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. An ally by circumstance, John. Is it? Yeah. Or... <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Best allies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful! Wonderful. <laughs> Oh, you could say to segue that these these sharks are allies because, but I mean it's a bit. It wouldn't be done now, would it? Bond is shooting a shark. <laughs> There's no way to get away with that. Now. It looks real to me. Suddenly, yeah. Like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, my back. Oh. Yeah. And... But then, would that what happens? The others would just eat their own. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then he just goes like, just shoot another one when they finish. Yeah. <laughs> just... Yeah, they, they won't stick around much. Just you know, we're gonna <laughs> have to do it again. It's got like live and let die the book vibes, oh. though, in terms of Bond going into the water and facing the creatures of the water and letting them kind of being wise to how they behave mm-hmm. and not being sort of afraid to dip in if the fishes are kind of looking after themselves and feeding on themselves. It's like another layer of danger. It's like yeah. You know, Diving into the unknown, it's like the sharks there as well. Yeah, yeah. But he also knows how to deal with the sharks by shooting one. And yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very Fleming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. I'm not joking. I'm... No, 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 no. Yeah. Harry is <laughs> but... a book then. I mean, that's in, that's a well. Yeah, yeah. Harry's showing off with these recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll be making reference to uh, living yeah. the book at every opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> highbrow and lowbrow questions in Richard Osman's House of House of Games. You know, the highbrow one is the is the book one, and then the the lowbrow yeah. is the yeah films. But anyway, this is a tale of the supernatural. The tapes, a podcast of the uncanny. Do you believe in ghosts? Join me, host Christopher Goldie, and guests as we discuss the best in unsettling television and film. Who is this? Who is coming? Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for at the Tapes Pod, part of the Pod Dojo Network. The Golden Grotto, another another bar. Yeah. I've got put, yeah magnifying glass. That's what you see. The camera shows it, doesn't it? Yeah, I love that device. Uh, yeah, he uses the he uses the bucket, doesn't he? It's like a yeah. bucket lens. Yeah. Is that a yeah, gadget yeah. from before? I, I think that's something that fishermen will use, is yeah. it not? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's everyday object. <laughs> it's a bucket. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. It's not. It's not. It's more than that. I'm sure I've seen it in another film somewhere. Not bucket hat muff, Wade. Yeah. Oh yeah, and favourite. Bond in the license to kill deleted scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Glenn was wearing one for most of the shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I've already mentioned this numerous times, but obviously the reason why he knows it's Golden Grotto is because 
Largo previously referred to the Golden Grotto Shark. Yeah, so that's yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. the link in it, yeah. Yeah. You detected. Yeah. Absolutely. Bye. That's it. We miss that in Bond these days as well. Yeah. 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 Go back to the, the Thunderball. That's that's our <laughs> advice. <laughs> well, genuinely speaking, when I was refreshing myself a bit last night, I was thinking you cannot go far wrong studying this film and yeah. looking at how many things it gets right. Yeah. I know there'll be the criticisms and we'll discuss the debate of like pacing of like the end and things like that. But, and again, we'll talk about it later, but that is such a massive red herring. Such a massive yeah. red herring. Yeah, of course it is. So, when we hear all this about we need to go back to the Fleming. Do you think that we've all been barking up the wrong tree and actually we need to be going back to the McClory? Is that the <laughs> <laughs> The Jack Whittingham. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he did it twice, didn't he? Brilliant. Mm. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll review that in 10 years' time, maybe, when we get around to it. But <laughs> we've, I think we've talked about it enough in this episode. <laughs> It is interesting to see how the, there are lots of things different with it. You know, I can't remember can't remember many sharks in Never Say Never Again. Can't remember the film, so John's still only seen it once, I think, isn't he? I watched it not that long ago, and I don't remember any shark. No. I remember them jumping. There is some animal when they're on the horse, horses, and they jump yeah. into the water. Oh, yeah. And in my head, oh. the horse looks terrified, mm. but that's I'm thinking of true lies. It is horse, true lies. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spy hard, yeah. Spy hard as well, yeah. Spoof of a spoof of a spoof, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, so the Golden Grotto, yes. Yeah, so Bond now, more underwater action, and Bond goes down, of course. You see him next to sharks, it's real. Yeah. You get down there. Yeah. And how convincing is the dead pilot? I mean, that is just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah so yeah. would it have been the actor or what? I don't... <laughs> yeah, it must be. <laughs> you mean he's been there all this time? <laughs> well, no, <laughs> but, to, fi- to film it, it must have been the actor. I presume. Yeah, yeah. Underwater though, bit. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. of all that, like they're a bit white, aren't they? There's little white yeah. patches on his yeah. arm. Mm. Oh, you can pose. Oh. Well, I didn't notice that. That's incredible. yeah. And obviously, he finds her brother, doesn't he? Well, yeah, yeah. and gets the dog tags. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All fits together, doesn't it? Perfectly. Very action, man. Yeah. 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 yeah what, what other film has dog tags, the discovery of dog tags as a clue to um, show that somebody's died? Oh, Hard Target. Yeah. Hard Target, John Cullen. Oh, yeah. With, yeah, with the arrows gone through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two great action films. Look, he's found, he's obviously found the, the pilot, and then does he get something from there? I'm trying to think. Does he collect something? Watch. Just... He's got his watch. Yeah, right. Just as evidence, basically, isn't it? I suppose. Yes, because he doesn't need he doesn't need the bodies. <laughs> Bringing the bodies up to the <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so crisp, and it is a lot of it is Connery, isn't it? The swimming around, I'm yeah, sure all the up close stuff, more, but... where he's interacting with objects and up close, yeah, but it's, it's class and topless for the entire scene, yeah. So can't really have a go at Daniel Craig being objectified too much, can we? <laughs> this this is how this is how you do it, though. This is as yeah. in this is. This like it's far more subtle in terms of yeah. he, he's just wearing swim shorts. He's got his. This is a quick mission. Yeah. This is a quick dip and quick investigation. <laughs> I mean, and his, and his body for me. Sorry, we, I think we've talked about it in every yeah. recording because we forget that we've already talked about it. But his, <laughs> his 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 body is what you'd want in terms of physically and noticeably strong, but not puffed up. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't know if he had muscles or not due to the ridiculous amount of body <laughs> hair. You know, it covers <laughs> everything. The coral reef itself. How yeah. yeah. big is deltoid? I haven't got a clue. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I, when I watched it again, I did think, goodness me, this this is exactly what Bond should look like. This is yes. Yeah, you couldn't get a better physical specimen, and and, and, nothing... and then after all the charm we've just seen as well, and like with the yeah. the costumes as well, I, I always feel. Like stylish but appropriate, mm. like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like you would be because it's red hot and yeah, he's dipping in. Like you say, he's dipping in and out. Yeah, he's, he's you know he's wearing like the um, espadrilles and things like that. It's just like that's what you would exactly what you would wear. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> too... GQ. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> yes. the, the... <laughs> this is yeah, what look. I think a strength of the film is. It seems to fall. It either falls in a perfect moment in time. Or it's done kind of knowingly, but it doesn't try to create futuristic fashion, and nor does it do vintage retro stuff. It happens to really embrace the current, the fashion, the contemporary fashion of the time, and do it in a way that appeals to audiences in 2022, which is, I think, I don't think many others around it do it as well as Thunderball. Yeah. I think it's like the moment now where he's about to be on the <laughs> beach with Domino, and he's got his open shirt and his possibly Ray Bans. That is, it's not done as knowingly as it would be done now in terms of like what you've said in terms of the GQ, get the look. Mm. This this fits in with the period perfectly and it still manages to have crossover appeal to, you know, however many years later. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're getting on nearly 60 years now and you could, if you turned up looking like that, yeah. you, know, you would turn heads. Yeah. Well, you know, but you'd also look like that's what people wear. Yes, exactly. I don't think it's done knowingly as a step out it's just perfect. As a strictly heterosexual man. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I, I'm sorry. We're not uh, that heterosexual anymore. No, that. we're really not. You know, and every, it's a spectrum anyway, I'm told. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the spectrum of defeat. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> I think if you saw a man like Sean Connery on the beach now with all these, like, jacked-up muscle heads and you saw a man like Sean Connery looking like that, I think the vast majority of people would be attracted to him because it is so contrary to what we see yeah. in this day and age now. And the thing yeah. is, it's like anyone can get a gym membership, but not everyone yeah. has a prisoner. Yeah. 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 That's the key. Yeah. You see him, he can be, you know, in a pair of shorts and a, and a shirt and he looks amazing. And you can yeah. be like, you know, like say jacked up and wearing, you know, all of the finest things. If you haven't got it, you haven't got it. No, you can't. Yeah, fair play. He's got no. And I think that you say that when you see him in this film, he's just like that is a fine specimen of a man, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. the camera loves him, and obviously, clearly, clearly, you know, the director knows that, and it's just like, how can we make him look as good as possible because he looks fantastic, and you know, the whole thing about he wouldn't want to look like that, and mm. male gaze. I think you know we, we mentioned that. You know, the, the the camera is targeted towards towards him more than the women in this film. I but think I think David's I, mentioned that, you know, in terms of Terence Young as well, particularly. Mm. He, he realised straight off that, hang on, this is the main draw here. Yes, yeah. we've got all the other things and the beautiful women, but everyone everyone wants to look at Sean Connery. But I think, I don't think it's greedy. No, so, no. Yeah. So, in, in, like, if you look at Casino Royale, the shot of Daniel Craig coming out of the water is... 
well, it's basically it's it's yeah. a carbon copy of Halle Berry just with Daniel yeah, Craig. No. You know, it is. It, it, yeah, with not, the, uh, not the dot to know. It is. It's, 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 it's OTT and it's music and mm. it's and everything. It's, it's basically water. exactly. But the Connery one includes. <laughs> It includes Domino in it as well. And yeah. you've got an equally attractive specimen there as well. And that's the point is, is that it's not greedy. It's a generous film for, you know, it's yes. both of them. <laughs> a bad looking film, isn't it? Yeah. It goes back to the, the, the essence of it being escapism. You know that it's attractive people in attractive locations doing amazing things that everyone yeah, else yeah. can't do, and that's what Bond should really be. Yeah. You know, if you distill it, the cinematic Bond should be. You know, that's where you're kind of aiming for. And I think Thunderball does it perfectly. Where mm-hmm. you watch it, it's this amazing travelogue. Everything looks music. Yeah. Everything looks yeah. beautiful. Everyone looks mm. beautiful. It's just like, and it sounds beautiful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Chris, in terms of that escapism and 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 fantasy that it is. And I just want to bring up a tweet this week, right? So it was a thing about Denise Richards and Denise Richards. Everyone was saying. Uh, you know, someone said it was like a positive thing about her and all the rest of it. And some guy put Denise Richards as a nuclear physicist is the most far fetched Bond premise. And out of nowhere, Denise Richards replied and she said, she replied on Twitter and she said, Isn't that the point of being a Bond girl? It's a fantasy. No. And that sums it up, isn't it? You know, mm. it, it's, the whole thing is a fantasy, it, it's escapism. And we, we get a bit OTT about what's realistic and what's gritty. Get her right in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Purvis and Richards. <laughs> yeah, because you could, in this you could say, oh, ridiculous that the, the woman who's attending him at the, the health retreat is really attractive. Oh, oh, ridiculous that the henchwoman is an absolute babe. Oh, ridiculous that, you know, his, his contact in... Nassau is a babe. I mean, you know, you could just say that. In the next scene, he has sex underwater. It's like, yeah, right, right. This is here. How do how do you work that out? <laughs> Why does no one mention it? It's natural. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> are we up to that bit then? Yeah, we are. So they have nothing has happened between them. I, I'm not sure. Bond and Domino kiss on the lips in the entire film. Am I? I might might be wrong, but this is on the neck later. By the egg spines, but is that on the lips or is that oh, it's on, the... on the? It's on the neck, I think, or the the the, the cheek. When they come out, Matthew. But, you know, but at the end, she just looks. Oh, yeah. 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 But yes. Yeah, so anyway, no, lovely music for this, and it's sort of like a music video almost. Bubbles. Is that like a PG way of saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Connery's done a major trump, one of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a real thunderball. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously, you know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. The, the, the reality is that's how does that work? But this is a fantasy, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. You know, and that's it. That's all you need to know. You don't need to oh. see how sausages are made, so to speak. <laughs> But it's quite it's quite nice, isn't it? Because they mustn't have seen each other for a bit and they're a bit worried about each other. And as I've said earlier on, Volpe, he's never really... Because Bond is so committed to the mission, he's never even let himself 
get obsessed with her, has he, or get that interested in her? Hmm. Always been there's more chemistry technically with, well, more, sorry, there's more fondness for each other that's been there from the start with Domino, hmm. and then at the moment they finally see, just quite, a, I could say it's it's a bit like the Aki, you know, when they turn he turns around and he's her and he's, he does look genuinely really happy. Mm, yeah, most surprised how easy it is to recognise someone else wearing snorkeling gear. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, swim swimwear. I think. Yeah, well, <laughs> <it's dope>. unless <laughs> they've got a white wig on. Yeah, if you put give them white hair, yeah, we know exactly yeah, who yeah. it is in the water. Yeah, how how we didn't frighten the fish. Yeah. <laughs> just a joke. Yeah. Yeah. There are lots of gags in this film. Yeah. Mm. Which has come on obviously from golfing, hasn't it? You know, it's developed. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, the the pink shirt, the iconic bikini, it's just like we said. I mean the the photos of this Thunderballs online are they're the most popular photos, aren't they? The just Bond looking cool, like with the harpoon and the shades. Yeah, yeah. Domino on his lap and everything. They're so good, aren't they? These. It's just Pete Bond. This for me. I've... Yeah, I think like we've just been saying um, about the whole idea of fantasies. It's almost like at the moment you should feel embarrassed to say that in terms of fantasy and you know escapism and uh, <clears throat> ex- things that are exotic and good looking. But this is exactly what this is, and. An absolute strength. Um, you end up with so many definitive and iconic images. Them lying on the beach in this white sand. You, that that's how you get images. That's how you get iconography. That's this is how you do it. And it's it's not <clears throat> always done through grittiness and uh, you know something that tastes bad. It's like it's so pleasing to the eye and to all the senses, isn't it? To just to watch and be uh, in the company of the film. You shouldn't be embarrassed to talk about it. No. Fantastic, Harry. Now, all the time, I'm thinking more and more. It's getting so many things right all the time, this film. Yes. It's just class, isn't it? Like, everything about this is just so James Bond, so 60s Bond as well, so founding formative moments of the franchise. I hate, I keep saying it, iconic, but it is so iconic. And wonderful performances by both Bond and Domino. Domino, I think, is one of the great Bond women. Um, and I think that... This is one of the great Bond performances by Connery. He looks so the part and so at home here that it actually hurts to watch. It's actually painful how much you'd like to be Connery in this scene. It's just more triumph, thunderball, mania, excitement, brilliant, greatness of. So she gets stung, but she doesn't say jellyfish. What is it? Egg spines. They're poisonous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does it, mm. what are they then? Does anyone... So is it like a rock? Is it one of those things that like uh, what do you call them? I didn't know whether yeah. Stand yet. on. I didn't. I didn't know, but it's crispy. Yeah, very realistic. It's another little, you know, intimacy, but Bond being, you know, nice with her and yeah, he, he, been, he knows everything, doesn't he? He knows how to. If it had been a jellyfish sting, the way to sort yeah. that. <laughs> <has been answered>. <laughs> 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 That would scare the fish. Oh, dear, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Is that the gritty kind of Fleming that we actually really need? Yeah. 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 That's it. yeah, yeah. I want I want the bond theme coming on. Ding ding ding. But not the 007. No, 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 no,
Do do. Well, it had to be underwater theme, wouldn't it? So. <laughs> so I want to talk about the line of this is the first time I've tasted a woman. Yeah, They're rather nice. Whenever we, whenever me and Jess watch this, it comes to this, the the discussion of listener discretion needs to be applied here. James Bond and Connie Lingus. Right. So, <laughs> so the discussion is which Bond enjoys Connie Lingus and which doesn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, well, the Pierce Brosnan line, isn't there? Would Jess, yeah. would Jess mind joining us for this? <laughs> the other podcasts, Bond podcasts, don't go into. This is yeah. We well, went there. By the fans, for the fans. <laughs> so, this is just what we're going for. So, Connery, no, not interested. Not interested in female pleasure. This is this is Jess's theory. Lazenby would maybe get into that sort of thing, but wouldn't do it very well. Is it in terms of... In a giving... In a giving way. Not getting his... Roger Moore... Would do, but he felt he would feel that he was a pot obliged to do it, and probably kind of do a little quip at the end. Yeah, <laughs> Dalton would absolutely love it. Really? Rob, very giving. Daniel Craig, absolutely no. <laughs> so that's 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 our uh, that's. A, we always have based on that. Well, you life. said those are Jess's thoughts, but you've not revealed your own, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we agree, actually, to be yeah. honest. Is that because Daniel be Craig is the most selfish? Is that basically what we're... Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think he would be that into it, but, you know. I can't imagine. He doesn't come across as very sensual. I think Dalton would be a very would be a very loving, um, you know, oh. lover. <laughs> 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 Lights on, lights off, kind of thing. Right. David, we need an article on this. <laughs> fantastic. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to kind of gather evidence in my mind. <laughs> well, no, I think I think some of it, you know, just to try and make it a bit more PG or PG. <laughs> a lot of it, you know, how you see their bonds in terms of how they treat women and yeah, you know, yeah. and and how tenderness they are in general and and everything. But Connery's never sort of discussed as a. Oh, he's the lover, isn't he? No one sort of says that, do they? He's too, he's too kind of, uh, he's too, it's almost like he's too sexual. He's too kind of yeah. like, he's quite aggressive, isn't he? He has that, mm-hmm. that yeah, uh, almost, almost like domineering kind of sexuality while, you know, like Dalton has that kind of, that, that balance of being kind of like, he, he is, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, like sexual, but also, I don't know, he's just, because obviously with, you know, with the, the, the relationship he has with women in the, the two films, he seems as kind of like much more kind of considerate about how yeah. they're involved yeah. in the plot or in the story and what happens to them. While, you know, like Connery's just, he is maybe not as, he doesn't use women to the same extent as obviously Daniel Craig does. <laughs> but uh, like in Roger Moore, it's you know could go either way, couldn't he? I think he would. Beginning of his tenure is quite kind of. So he's a lover too. But then, by a view to a kill, my word. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Moody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Delphin to anything though at that stage, isn't it? It's very few. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's so wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there's a mouthful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so yes, uh, the sucking the whatever out of the foot. Yeah. The venom. And yeah, she does. Let look, there be carnage. Sorry, no. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> she very good. One. But yeah, she does look in pain, doesn't she? Like tears in her eyes and everything. Mm. No need to dub it, but um, <laughs> yeah, we were saying before about like the the the, the way that Connery looks so great in this scene. Mm. He puts his shades on. Does he put his shades on before he tells her about a brother? And is that is he putting his shades on to hide? Uh, I think he might do. Yeah. That's brilliant. Wow. And, and it was only like today when I watched it again, yeah. he, he puts them on. Like, he, he's out of nowhere, doesn't he? He puts them on. And then he, yeah. then he says, I'm sure he says, he, he shows her the dog tags and the watch, doesn't he? And then it's does Vargas then turn up after that? Yeah, he yes. does. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like, he does seem a bit like, Domino, um, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to say you this. Yes. Yeah. He, he he puts them on when it's to talk about, he, when he links it to Largo. Right, okay. When the conversation gets even tougher, kind of a thing. Yeah. It's, he, he's very matter of fact, isn't he? Um, how he says it. Yeah, yeah, it's very Connery though. You can't, I can't picture Connery being like, now, you know, he's gonna, <laughs> prepared for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He wants you dead, Cara. You know, it's it's that sort of. <laughs> well, like, the love, isn't it? Where it's like, what's his face? Yeah, uh, yeah. When you get his, uh, Karen Bay, Karen Bay. He was obviously he tells his son. Mm. Train stations, all yeah. Like, got something to tell you, like your father's dead. It's like, yeah, yeah, sit right out there and like, he, or he yeah. is his, his wallet or something, isn't it? It's like, I mean, matter of fact, do you find it troubling at all that if we're saying what they've just done underwater and then you know, knowing what he did, and then yeah, while we're while they had a bit of free time out of order, well, should have done it the other way around, do you think? Or I, I... <laughs> <laughs> it is out of order. Like especially in this society, but I do feel that we have to remember he's a secret agent who has to do whatever means right, necessary. Any. Right, and you know, I know <laughs> the greater good. You know, it is that kind. Of, it, it's <laughs> the greater good. <laughs> I know that it's like that's a really controversial thing to say, and I'm not condoning the behaviour. But at the end of the day, he's trying to save a nuclear war. Yeah. And, and I think that that's my that's not my argument. That's my thoughts with the Pussy Galore one in the previous one. He was trying to save a bomb going off, and yeah. he thought that that was the best way to do it. And I think he feels that the best way is to get to Domino first. Is it the right way? No. I think, he, you know, there's no two ways about it. You know, Bond does use women. And, like, in, in Dr. No, you know, when he goes back to... Uh, <laughs> To sleep with her, knowing that he's phoned in for her to be arrested, but he still sleeps with her because he yeah. thinks, I, 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 you know, I get to sleep with this very attractive woman, yeah. and and that's that's what Bond mm. is, you know. Yeah. Back then, you know, and I think that's I think it's that's just how it was, and I think that's that a fair nowadays, yeah, if you're releasing this film nowadays, it would be kind of frowned upon. But you know, I think it's that was mm. what the character did, and it, yeah. that's what makes him. You know, like it's, it's the same before, like when she calls him, you know, a, a sadist. You know, I think that's 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 Fleming there. 
his his own kind of you know sexual things going on and and, and that that he was the playboy and also this is a fantasy where actually you know people aren't really getting hurt it's just written as a novel that was turned into a film you know and he, he uses women because it's part of the plot and not not to say that that's a great example of how men should mm. women but that's what it was used for it was a plot device mm. as a fantasy she acknowledges it see after yeah. after he's told her about the death, he he says, you know, and I need your help now. And she says, that's why you made love to me. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And then um, he just is sort of pleading to him to, for her to trust him. And that's when he grabs her and pleads yeah. about, you know, tens, hundreds of thousands, whatever people die. Both seem like, like I say, she's mentioned, oh, that's why he made love to me. And then he's just escalated it to, you know, why we're doing this kind of. So yeah. it does seem like there is a knowledge and understanding on yeah both sides <clears throat> it is addressed it's not just yeah yeah because he when he thinks right i'm going to have to tell her about what's really going on i'm going to have to tell her about her brother when he start you know he's like domino i'm sorry but and then she instantly she's really depressed you know like yes i'm sorry james it's all over she just sort of assumes that's it yeah i knew i knew this was never going to lead to anything like mm. really defeatist attitude from her and then no, actually, and then she shows the tags, isn't she? And the the what? Yeah. me. You know, he is sort of, you know, because she does say, isn't? Then she says, um, "What can you do to me that he hasn't already done?" Yeah, that, yeah. You know, believes that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, what does that? You know, she's yeah. in that an awful lot. So she also feels like I've got nothing to lose here, and I think there's there's also there's a bit of a sadness to that that she's mm. kind of like she feels yeah. like she's used by everyone. She's it's a sad character. You know, she's yeah. lost her brother as well, and she does get her revenge in the end. Yeah, so she does yeah. Doesn't she? Oh, good. It, I, mean, I know it does happen. I think we mentioned it before. It does happen quite a lot in Bond, where he doesn't always kill. Hmm. You know, the, like in Few Eyes Only, Melina shouldn't do it because Bond has been telling her don't get revenge the whole time. Bond doesn't want to do it because he's trying to keep the machine. So it's Columbo because he's the one who's mm. been betrayed by him and he's his reputation's been ruined by him and all that. There's other examples of it throughout the whole series, really. It's not just that she's the one who kills Bond. Uh, kills Lyco, sorry. Bond isn't even the one who rescues her. It's that it's that scientist <laughs> guy. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It is. It's that random guy out of nowhere. So, this is like, I was watching it today. Bond, Ladoslav Klo- Ladoslav Kutz or Klutz. Kutz. Oh, yeah. 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 Who was that? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> and I was like, by the end, I was like, does he actually get off the boat? A long shot. Yeah, he puts him off with a rubber ring. He could have died, you know. <laughs> yeah, Calypso version of, again, Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang for the harrowing sort of chat. Hello there. This is Thomas Weekly, or I should say Saunders, Section B Vienna. Now you're listening to Really 007. I'm under the impression you're the best. So do listen. Here we go. Another really, really famous scene. Yeah. The famous moment. Vargas is behind you. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. How, it's really? Casually, yeah. Really? No. <laughs> oh, God. 
He just, he just like, he basically just turns his thing behind. He shoots before he even looks. It's unbelievable yeah. how he does it. That is Bond. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. But he did Domino as well to help. Because that other character, other film characters, it's not quite the same. You know, I'm trying to think of others who dispatch villains in that yeah. way. I can't think of any. It's class, isn't it? It really is. The the way you sort of he just gets up and and looks and and then it's that yeah. shot of him with the the shirt undone and the shape. Yeah. Oh, need an action man of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did they do the the underwater? Yeah, I think they did the red. red. The red. Yeah. Yeah, and the oh, white speedos or yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm wanting to talk about this Vargas scene, but I just don't know what to say. As in, like everything you've just said, Tom is spot on. Like it's, it's just another. You get, you get in Bond, you get these moments, and it's just another one of those that you take for granted. You don't, you probably don't analyze that much. Um, mm. But it's, it's what makes Bond Bond, isn't it? He's lying down almost, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's, it's like John says when he but. You know, he kind of turns and does it, but there's real like um don't know how to describe that. His facial expressions has real gritted teeth as he's doing it. He's mm. properly pulling that trigger. He's not doing it with a wink or anything. There's a, it's that ruthless efficiency of just yeah. Like, yes. Stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just like doesn't really, you know, no someone else is out of my way. And done in a kind of like such a cool, relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> panicking oh is he you know kind of oh. yeah yeah Vargas is funny isn't he he's quite uh, there's something quite sort of camp about him in the way yeah. oh yeah yeah the way he's approaching yeah. Yeah. but it's so much more emphatic that he's sort of <laughs> that it goes through him and into the tree yeah like against, yeah. well I don't know does it go through him and into the tree or that's what he... I picture yeah yeah or does he slip down yeah. I can't think now I don't know the noise is so iconic yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. And then obviously the 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 quip, yeah, bomb. He seems to have got the point. <laughs> we got, we need to talk about Daniel. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I, what what bit was it? Where it was when Daniel Bauer, of course, was Bond. So that means it was hidden lies. Yeah, and it was what did he throw a uh, sword? Threw a dagger at me in the back garden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's for palm tree. Yeah, he seems to have got the point. Yeah, just it's a, a direct point. copy. Lift, yeah. Lift. It was just, was it like in the pre-title sequence, just Bond killing a few guards? It was just one guard. It wasn't an important. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, it was just Harry for the seventeenth time in the pre-title <laughs> sequence being killed. Very good though. Yeah. yeah. Very McClory. 
<laughs> the thing is, like we talk about, you know, comparing to Mission Impossible, we need Bond to be uh, action-packed, big, huge set pieces, and I agree with all that. But this is another thing that they've not done much of or been getting right. Just little, just these little moments, a quick sneaky death or just something that sticks in your memory. Mm. Yeah, either thrilling or, or just fun. Yes, you know? yeah. Like a little bit of humour. Like you say, surprising a franchise that, that, that does this. Or if it does, it's clearly copying the Bond yeah. franchise. Yes. There's, there's just so much to you know, work with, isn't it, with Bond? Yeah. Collector's item. In defence of No Time to Die, there was that death quip about yeah. the guy with the fake eye. What was he called? Yeah. Cyclops. It really That's blew his mind or something. Or, yeah. <laughs> really blew yeah. his mind. Yeah. yeah. And, and and it regardless of if you like it or not, it is a quip if nothing else. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. but it's yeah. after another sort of not the best fight. It's all right. No. Oh, you're right. Yeah. The race strangle who first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was saying before, I wasn't just referring to the quip though, I was just I was talking about the kill. The kill like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, all right, okay. Well we got on you've got the the death of Nash, haven't you? But that obviously that's more of a copy off Fury's only. But that's like a serious scene, yeah. serious yeah. death, a sort of sick way of killing him. And then it's not—it's sort of a quip, but it is deadly serious. It's not, you know, was it? I had a brother. His name was Felix. Did he say Felix Lighter? He says his full name. Yeah. Well, like, just a different surname to you. Then. Yeah. So just highlighting that he's not. Although they can all be brothers by the end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that was out forever. You know. I, I got a brother. Imagine, <laughs> Imagine, you know, in between if Logan Ash had said, you know, I had a brother, like, what, Blofeld? Like, <laughs> yeah. So am I related to Blofeld or am I? <laughs> yeah. They're all related. But it's like the, it's pretty harrowing scream. It's quite a good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. One of the more memorable deaths. Yes, yes, it is. We're talking about it, which is great. Because in oh. this, Vargas is obviously. Uh, you know, he's not a massively famous henchman, is he? But he's he's always been working. He's had a bit of an introduction, that speech by Largo. <laughs> and you know that he didn't, he retreated, didn't he, from the Volpe death. So you know, yes. in the back of your mind, that the fact that he just sneaks up is brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And, and he, he, yeah, that there's the, that he's he's memorable in, in, in the fact that he, he has, he's vulnerable and isn't the kind of, you know, hulking henchman. <laughs> Like no. weedy balding bloke <laughs> doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't have you know, doesn't have any, yeah. like what? Yeah, exactly. Well, what does that you know? What does he do? Yeah, and I think that, that in that way, I quite like that it, it makes him yeah. more. Just yeah. stand, you know, in terms of he doesn't have a great amount, you know, to do, you know, on screen, or he doesn't have you know much. You know, I say he doesn't have much to do, but he is at least different, and you know, he gets a good death. Yeah, yeah. Great. the last two films we've had we've had Grant, and then we've had Odd Job. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Whereas in this one we've got Largo who can handle himself, mm. you know. So to have another henchman might like that might be a bit overkill, really. Yeah, yeah. And Volpe is sort of. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he's, yeah, a different yeah. kind of. Yeah, and then of course it all leads to the best. Henchman of all in uh, in You Only Live Twice. Hands. Yeah. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but obviously... Oh, the key swinging is his the thing. Key right? swinging, yeah. yeah. Oh, the music for that scene. 
A key uh, swinging henchman, as he's known. Yeah. yeah. But the, <laughs> the 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 sort of natural progression of Vargas is obviously Elvis. Elvis, yeah. I was just thinking about Elvis, and so, but the, the, there are comparisons to be made there, aren't there, in the physicality, but. Elvis just um, works for him. He's not. He's not a henchman. You know, he's a bit Elvis. Elvis is less effective than Vargas. Yeah, Vargas yeah, is an ad, admin assistant killer. or something, isn't he? Kind of PR or something. Yeah, PA. Yeah. Sorry, Green Planet. So, Chris, um, <laughs> with an E. <laughs> right. right, back to this one. <laughs> yeah. So she actually says, uh, "Domino, when when he's been killed, it should have been Largo." Hmm. So I don't, does that mean she thinks, oh, so you're not actually going to go after Largo? I don't know. But Doesn't she ask him to promise to yeah, kill him? Yeah, she promises. Yeah, she does, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, obviously she's got to go on the boat and put herself in danger again. Yeah. And she agrees to, to help. Yeah. She agrees. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Repio. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, so I've got here they kiss, so I think they might kiss. Oh right, sorry, I've, I've got I've got written here I've they feast. To that point today, <laughs> oh, they feast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, Bond again in swimming shorts. Yeah. Onto Palmyra now. So, I think this is great though. It's some. It's remarkable that you've got a hero sneaking around in his swimming shorts in yeah, like yeah, where there's yeah. where there's a real threat of guards with guns being spotted, but it's not at all. It doesn't stick out at all. It's like not a problem. Is and nor there's none of that gaze as well, like looking at his body or anything like that. It's him, literally. He's gone for a swim and he's sneaking around, and some somehow whether it's the way Connery holds himself, the way the camera moves. It, uh, it feels it's totally correct. It's done. Yeah, correct. feels inconspicuous, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 I like the fact that it, it infiltrates the, the the gang by like just slapping the guy around the back of the head and just like drags him off while there's a blow. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to this yeah. <laughs> and then he does. He, he gets a wetsuit, doesn't he? Then. Yeah. Yeah. He's in that. He takes the pill, hides there until dusk. He gets so underrated. All this. Yeah. It's, it mm. is. Like you said, I think John said it years ago that it's a very that the time of this film is very it's going as we see it, isn't it? Pretty much, mm. you know, we we see pretty much everything Real time. does from start <laughs> to finish. Yeah, it's it's a juxtaposition of a very what should we say a very urgent situation being lived out in a dated in a twenty four hour clock kind of thing, and and it is that kind of contrast between the two. There's a lot actually happening. Even though like, the, the pace is, I don't know. That, that's the thing. That's the, the stick it always gets beaten with. Is the, is the pace? I don't think it. I don't think it. it I think it's paced properly for this the, the story. And I also I think that that you need to remember in the context of when this film was made. I think that uh, now our attentions aren't what they used to be back in the sixties. You know, this was Thunderball was it wasn't it? It was like people queuing round blocks and yeah. mm. screenings and stuff. Yes, you could argue it could do with tidying up here and there, but I think there's a there's an awful lot of plot in this 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 film, and it cuts. Yes, there is. Takes time, and and you could, like I say, you could cut it back, but I don't think it would be quite as good. I think it would feel feel rushed. For me, my opinion completely changed when I saw it at the cinema. 
this is absolutely a film made for cinema screens. Yeah. And 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 what I would say the crit my personal criticisms are I don't I don't buy the underwater scenes are boring. I think that's I think that's very disrespectful. I think there may be too many of them, one too many of them. And I think that's if I had to cut something, it would be that. However, watching it on the big screen, I totally understand why they're there. Mm. Because it brings it to life. And it didn't it on that big screen, it just didn't drag at all. You were immersed from start to finish in the story and in the place. Yeah, I agree with you. And I didn't previously do that. But I think sometimes we just need to be a bit enlightened as to how things were made, you know. It definitely worked for me as well in Few Eyes Only. You know, there are quite some extended underwater scenes in that that may, some people may think are a bit slow. But at the cinema, seeing the full, Mm. oh, it was amazing. And I saw them really with fresh eyes more than anything else in that film. You know, the, the, the scenes like where, where Bond's being chased at the um, Junkanoo. Okay, yeah. Um, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you can't, that doesn't have the same effect if every scene is edited at that yeah. rate. Yeah. You need yeah. to slow down for that. Of course, yeah. Where are the bumps? Where are the bumps? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you get the problem with things like Quantum of Solace is that yeah. the editing is just quite it's synchronetic that there's not it's like yeah. all the time as opposed to yeah but it's that yeah. personal taste isn't it? no no that that is more frenetic with the odd bits to breathe mm. whereas this is more lovely calm with the odd frenetic bits when it really needs it for the you know for the like, when i think when i think of thunderball i think i i think of john barry like tinkling on the piano a little loud oh. that's and then the dramatic yeah that's, yeah. you know, that's how I remember the film, as opposed to like dramatic, dramatic, and then this kind of slow scene. Interestingly, I'm just thinking about it now. That is it the first three are about an hour and fifty ish. Mm. This is like what two hours ten. Yeah, it is considerably longer, isn't it, than the ones that mm. come before. Yeah. And a part of that is, you know, it happens now, isn't it? If you've had a success, you know, we want to do it again, but bigger, better, longer, almost. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's fair though because I do I do think it's sometimes I think Doctor No it, sh- it needs another ten minutes at the end maybe. You know, you, you I know, agree. End, the, the, with Doctor No and in the, mm. the the final sort of scenes of that you couldn't you couldn't say that from Russia with Love and Goldfinger are too short at all. You know they're perfectly cut aren't they? Perfectly done. At what point does actually in Thunderball does Bond actually go and see M and actually get the mission? Because you've got, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. It must be like half an hour at least. Oh, at least, yeah, yeah. So you've got the whole health farm thing that's just, which is almost like a mini film in itself. Yeah, the longest pre-title scene. Yeah, yeah. I think there's just a lot to the story, and I think that um, he still managed to do it better than uh, No Time to Die. (laughs) (laughs) And there are links, of course. Yeah. Adapted screenplay, mate. Yeah, yeah the Chan Shung, Luciana Paluzzi, No Time to Die. The um, yeah, we've done that joke, mate. So Pinder's back again. Not oh, Pinder's. Yeah, yeah. Felix is tracking. Is that right? They're all tracking. Yeah, yeah. And then we cut to Largo and his men going underwater. Mm. Yeah. 
the Disco Volante. So what is that to be more secretive, or is, no, they don't they don't get a boat there, or you go from. I was just going to say, is it so the Disco Volante doesn't come ashore and be they don't get on that ashore? They swim out. Yeah, yeah. When they go from where where Bond infiltrates, he yeah. then goes with them to Disco Volante to get the the underwater thing to then go to the yeah. caves to get yes. to get the bombs. Then goes yeah. back. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. And the underwater theme, as I say, that. Oh. It's the sound of water, isn't it? It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it quite similar to the Stargate music? Just comes. I've just thought name. about that. This second, Harry, <laughs> David Arnold again. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good, good film though. So, I mean, this is very, very licensed to kill all this, isn't it? Yeah, trying to get in the boat and. Yes. Yeah. I love it. And it's Bond being, you know, sneaky and being yeah. a spy, dressing up as, you know, to infiltrate yeah. whatever disguise. Which I don't want to be too annoying but it would be nice to see a bit more of that like bond you know sort of pretending to be you know i guess no, it's, it's finished matt it's finished we had the um we had, yeah. the, we had the bit inspector where his disguise was to <laughs> put on a ring uh and then he got found out within seconds so. hello james yeah hello, james <laughs> what, what a cat. Guy for. Yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Glasses, yeah. Glasses Chris yeah. loves that outfit. It is. But he's not mm. ilf- in you know, mean like where he's yeah, you know, he's part of the gang, isn't he? Yeah. Like you say, like, like, like at the end of you know, Last to Kill when he goes to the, 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 the factory and he keeps the mask off, so the worry of him being exposed. Yeah. It's a similar scene in that, isn't it? Where he's got in Thunderbolt, yeah. where he's, he tries to keep his scuba gear on whenever was taking yes. yes. Like in also in um, you want to live twice, yeah, isn't it? with a mask, with mask, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, that, again, it's like replacing almost like Indiana Jones, you know, kind of like <clears throat> beating someone up, stealing the uniform, and trying to be one of them. Yeah, but yeah, then, yeah. Out. yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah, with Indiana Jones, he he's just slightly a bit more goofy than <laughs> well, Bond, yeah. so you know, <laughs> he's like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 150 <laughs> in the most. Cat, so, yeah. Wearing a karate suit in the Mamba Gun Gun. Yeah. 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 No, that's Moon- not on him. And he sleeps. So Moonraker, you know, dressed up as the, uh, you know, Moonraker, the, you know, the Moonraker pilot, yeah. of course. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh. You know, Octopussy dressed up as the twin, dressed up as the clown. Loads of yeah. that. And Beauty so, Kill, it's just even just a helmet. Yeah. No, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And the jacket. <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah. we're going, this is going even more deep cover. He actually puts an accent on in due to a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has endless pseudonyms in that film as well. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's a proper spy film, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it. McClory. McClory. Can you imagine what? <laughs> So yeah, Largo's again. Ken Adam comes to the fore here. All these underwater vehicles, and it's so you know, the amount of talent and imagination yeah. that's gone into this. It must be difficult to say, right? We're we're going to film some underwater sequences. How we're going to do it? Make it exciting. We've got to li- we've got to light it really well. Economy of storytelling, but it's got to look good, and you've got to create these things. And yeah, just. I know we've mentioned them a bit before, but they really come into their own from now until the rest of the film, and they're just another character in themselves. 
like I say, when you're underwater, when you're underwater, you never feel like lost. You never feel like where, where are we here? And this yeah, is, yeah. Oh, there's always a sense of you know geography and place, like that bit where you know he infiltrates the the the, the, the group and then they go into the caves. Yes, yeah. It was quite like well, it just becomes a bit bland kind of thing, but you know exactly where where everyone is. Yeah. And then, here now and then everyone's leaving you know there's that, that like i say that that sense of geography like we're going into the right and we're going out and left it's that mm. is perfect yeah it, and that's how of course you then feel a bit tense because bond is sort of infiltrating these guys and the moment largo notices him i think that's the bond theme kicks in then i i, I think it's astonishing that a man with one eye wearing scooter <laughs> Mask can spot <laughs> yeah. that's bond yeah. underwater. Your party trick. Yeah. That, that one arm. It's like yeah. the bionic eye. The bionic eye, yeah. yeah. With the wild white hair, you know, yeah. blowing. <laughs> he kills a guard, he, he fires a he finds a harpoon and the flare, crucial. It's nasty. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It is violent. When you look at comparing the violence in, you know, Goldfinger. It really ups it in this. This yeah. is like smashing yeah. the, you know, through the mm. goggles and yeah. the water and stabbings and yeah, yeah. Imagine it was re-rated fifteen for Blu-ray. And it was it. <laughs> well, 12, you st- twelve now, wasn't it? Blur in the face. That's the other one, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, like- yeah. I think it gets away with it because I think I said this when we watched the film. It's very choreographed. It feels it feels the underwater scenes like um. What did I call it? Like ballet. aquatic ballet. Yeah. I feel like I do. I feel like it's the partner to the Moonraker scene when 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 oh. they're in space and they. I feel like that really riffs on this scene in terms yeah. of how they move and yes, those kind yeah. of things yeah. because it, it's it, the kinetics of it. If you did those those acts, those violent acts on dry land, the absolute focus would be. The violence, yeah. but because it's underwater, hear me right here because I sound right pretentious, but it almost comes across as art, do you know? Because it's on it, it, oh, because beautiful. of how, yeah, because of how beautiful it is. Compliments of Sharky, you know, that's so brutal because it's out of the water, <laughs> the harpoon in the chest, yeah, yeah, that's a 15. It's like, it's like, yeah. like a underwater John Woo film, essentially, mm. you know, where it's like, it's like everything's in slow motion, mm. so therefore you sort of get away with it being more violent because you don't have the, yeah. you know, that. Yeah, of the violence it's slowed yeah. down, so it seems yeah. I say more sort of like balletic and kind of you know yeah, what's uh, more graceful. And also, it feels like you're watching like Action Man. You know, there's something about these figures attacking each other yeah. that it feels like oh, this is great fun. Not, it doesn't feel mm. like this is uh, far too violent. You know? mm. Or only not right mm. the film. It couldn't be much more violent if it, if it was an eighteen <laughs> underwater. You know what? Other than like chopping limbs off or something and stuff like that. Well, we we'd see what was actually going on beyond the bubbles with Domino and uh, <laughs> and, and Connery in an eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> we'd we'd see the death of the fishes, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Just> get them. <laughs> the other thing you know about all these underwater scenes is how the the cinematography is absolutely remarkable and yeah, the, the quality of every shot. I know, like it's. Um, I think something Matt said about Roger Deakins in terms of you know you could pause it and it could you could hang it on the wall that kind of uh, compliment towards it. I think that the, the same could be said and these underwater scenes, yeah. whether it's whether it's him holding a flare 
which yes. I, I'm sure, I, you know, I'm not sure, sorry. I, I wonder at the time how many cinema goes had ever seen anything like that. Someone spying underwater with a flare glowing mm. like that. Um, and the effect it has on the picture and the camera work, this flare, I think that in itself is incredible to watch. And at the time will have been, you know, had people on the edge, not on the edge of the seat, but like absolutely in awe at what they're seeing. And then when it comes to the battles later, it's almost, because it's slow paced, it's almost like um, a painting where, you know, those sort of heavenly paintings where you've got all yeah. figures floating in different directions, some upside down, some upside down, uh, sorry, right way up and sideways. It's it's, And it's. I don't think it's done in the same potentially navel-gazing way that Skyfall is done. Okay. Yeah, I think it's fu- it's functional. When you think of well, that that links it. When you think of somebody holding a flare underwater, glowing, Waterworld, Kevin Costner, yeah, Waterworld <laughs> did it first. <laughs> well, like when we when we first reviewed, you know, Octopussy, I was I was astonished because you didn't spend any time actually watching it. Just how what a beautiful looking film it is. What a yeah. film, because it's not like oh look, here's this fancy shot. What it is, what it does is it it, it, it frames the shot. In you know, the way that it should be framed, but isn't constantly shouting at you. And I think that's yeah. the thing. Like, I think yeah. he's a great cinematographer, but there is a it, there is a his career is upping his game constantly because he, because he starts getting directors just like, well, if we get Roger Deakins in, mm-hmm. they're going to make this looking great. But you, you know, look at his cinematography in like Shawshank Redemption, which is like perfectly serviceable. It's like it's a really you know mm-hmm. good looking film, but it's not. Yeah. That year, that look how amazing this shot is. Mm. His career goes on. He, he works with directors who hire him because he want really attractive films. Mm. And again, like you look at what they what he did with like you know the Coen Brothers, great looking films, but it's not just about the shot. It's not just about how mm. visual it is. There's, there's a visual, yeah. style and it's perfect yeah. framed, but it's not shouting at you. It's well, not knowing. And I think that's so. Like Skyfall, when he they have the pond fight, and it's. Deep yeah. down in an ocean with fireworks going off and above it. But very just to spit just the cinematography here. I'm jumping ahead a bit, but we very soon get to a see get to a, sh- a couple of shots where a plane. There's loads of parachutes coming out of it. You can land on the ground, and then you look down, and that you can see the scuba people assembling in or- in order from mm-hmm. miles. <laughs> it's like the, the people watching must have been like, ah, what? <laughs> Bonkers, or you know, visual effects. This is real, yeah, coordinated, yeah, like and action. <laughs> <laughs> no, too, too soon, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. reset, play <laughs> off again. <laughs> yeah, dear, dear. Oh. But isn't that the magic of of, of these films and and so yeah. you know, like that someone you know like a whole team of people sat down right so on Tuesday you have to shoot the scene and it requires X amount of extras all these people yeah three cameras got this we've got it we've got to get it right because the, yeah. the three out of time it's like, we can just shoot it on a virtual stage and uh, yeah. you know we just one mm-hmm. it's like the joy for me is just lost because yeah. That it's just not the same. Yeah. And no, I agree. It has its place, but I think the idea, like you say, that 
John Glenn getting people to hang out the back, back of a plane as opposed to what we saw in Uncharted recently, where it's like, I might as well just play the video again. <laughs> you know, it's just, it, it's the Miles part, and it makes me sad that people aren't. Well, there are some filmmakers still who do it for yeah. the, you know, and obviously Christopher Nolan being mm. one of the few who does action for real, and it almost in a Bond kind of uh, approach, but. Why would you become a filmmaker if you can just shoot everything on a green screen? It's like, this is mm. I, want, I want like a thousand extras. <laughs> I yeah. want you know all these people involved in this one thing. You could argue, you could argue that you know everything in Thunderball is so awesome and absolutely magnificent that like, I find I only when I watched it last night I feel like I've taken it for granted and uh, didn't notice the fact that he's he climbs on the on Pitt's glory as it's speeding along. He's on the side there, there's a stuntman. Disco no, I'm sorry, sorry, yeah, Disco Volante, sorry, just say Pitt's glory, yeah. Um, on Disco Volante, and it's when it's the um, the one that's speeding on forwards. Yeah. There's a stuntman there with no Hydrophobia. visible cables or harnesses no, or anything. phenomenal. And just things like that don't necessarily, you don't, come out remembering those because you've seen all the water scenes and everything but that in itself is absolutely yeah outrageous stunt work yeah think you you're doing one a year so it's like quick we've really got to get this done even though we've never done any underwater filming like this before yeah John Glenn, when he's doing the you know second unit with planes and all this no quick we've got got to get another one out in two years yeah and i think he said in our interview to us you know he 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 was popular with producers because he always finished the film on budget. On yeah, time. and I know that that doesn't sound arty and everything, but that is <laughs> that back in the day that was really important. You know, yeah. not just yeah. taking this and just spending all the money going on and on like an auteur. Just actually, no, damn good filmmaking. Get on with it. And yeah, and they had they had their eyes on the next film. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, part of the family, wasn't it? You know? They stand the test of time. They tie, they age far better those films because yeah. the, the 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 problem with when you when you navel gaze is is that you get so caught up in yourself, but you also it's a period of that time. So when you're focusing so much on look at how great this shot is, yada yada yada, that's fine. But if that's going to be your absolute focal point in ten years' time, something's going to come along that's tons better than that. And then the flaws of the film are going to be highlighted because the things that prop it up so much aren't as prominent anymore. And I think Skyfall is a big example of that in how, how people have really changed their view. But you go back to something like Octopussy, which is a beautiful film, but in the right way, serviceable. It, it does the right plot, the right, you know, it, the beats are there. So now you don't look at highlighting, oh, that's, that's dated, that's flawed, because it's got... It's good filmmaking. It's solid filmmaking. It's efficient, and therefore it stands the test of time. Yeah, you're rattling on to the next great scene, aren't you? Every single scene is like, oh yeah, this is funny, or this is epic. This is incredible fight. This is another stunt. The whole t- two hours of those films are packed, aren't they? Yes, and it, and you know it, it, they've done that from the start. To be fair, Bond films, you do you do get so much value for your money, don't you? You really do. You know the stuff you're seeing, the story that's being told, the performances, everything, and for, you know, and Thunderball, the, 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 yeah, <clears throat> the curry broccoli kind of approach of how how can we make this amazing? How can we make it more? How can we do this? How can we yeah. do that? Like, like 
just adding constantly, but also at the same time making sure you get the basics covered. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. you know, and you know, obviously there were a few missteps over the over the years, and we, you know, we love them for all the mm-hmm. you know fault and stuff. But I just wish that, that there was that sense of a sense of adventure when it comes to the filmmaking. It's like let's let let's do it, and and we are bond, so we do it for real, and we do it the best. We hire the best people. Yes, yeah, we that's it. The best. We just haven't had that, and. I would just like that's what I would like to to to, to see is the the return to that kind of feeling of like you know we can really push this. I think I think in recent films they've really become quite preoccupied with the style of Bond in terms of the GQ, the fashion, Ray Bans, but the substance that is is totally lacking in comparison. And it really it has really been a perfect example of style over substance lately. Mm. We'll say the story is focused on the character, isn't it? The story and the character, but you've got to create an exciting spy thriller as well, haven't you? Yeah. Yes. That's the that's the first thing, isn't it? Hundred percent. Yeah. If you want like the inner life of what it is to be a spy, it's like we could let's read John the Carre, let's adapt mm-hmm. What I want is a Bond film, which can be all those things. You know, this again is that notion that only in the past few years that we've actually really delved, you know, into the inner psyche of the character, and that's just utter rubbish. Because yeah. I was doing it from the very start, doing, you know, this is what it's like to be, you know, a spy and how hard it can be. And but also, here's a great plot. Here's the great villains. Here's great sets. Here's great music. You know, it's like this is, and that's why Spot we're, on. you know, mm-hmm. all these years later talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, focus on the plot. And you'll get the actor and you'll give them the space to shine. And they'll put in the pieces about the character pieces. You, you, you look at stuff like Roger, you, those little nuances here and there, uh, on for your eyes only or whatever, little glimpses. Dalton does it as well. We know what they're thinking. That's quality acting. Let the actors do that. You focus on being on James Bond and the story. Just get on with it. Right. Our next episode will be... <laughs> Right, where are we up to? Right, underwater vehicles. Right, that was because it was Ken Adam. That was the whole point of, yeah, astonishing. Mm. Yeah, so Largo Matthew with his hair. Yeah, Bond doesn't get beyond the gates. I've written here. Is that some? That's to try and get out of the the grotto. <laughs> yeah, where, this is where they've held the missiles. They've taken them out, yeah. and then the door shuts on him. That's it. He drowns. Bobby, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah, and then M M. I thought I should say something. You know, <laughs> <laughs> really no. what to do. Yeah. Again, it's like like Connery is 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 stuck. He's, yeah, he yeah. Like if it yeah. isn't for the like say the tablet and you know Felix coming to the rescue. Again, you don't you don't really gadgets as often, do you? You know, we he's actually in. He's, he is he's painting himself into a corner and needs someone else to to, to come yeah. and sort him out and. And it is, yeah. It's, it, and again, it gives an opportunity for him not to be the superhero, and also gives other characters an opportunity to actually have some impact on plots, you know, in yeah. a positive, as opposed to just like I'm explaining the story, yeah. to, or you explain the story to me, and I'll explain this sort of stuff. I think that I quite like, I, I, you know, he is what Rick Van Nutter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's sort of really grown on me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's he sort of reminds me of kind of Jack Lord. He has a cool kind of yeah, 
Yeah. I really like that. And and we've got Domino as well, meanwhile, trying to do her bit on the boat. You know, she yeah. she accepted that mission of trying to uh, find out uh, what's on the boat. And she's, you know, you've got Bond trapped in this cave. It cuts to Domino on board, trying to her best to locate the Bonds. Is that another pioneering thing, that noise? I don't know. Does it do that? In the Geiger counts. Yeah, is that more sound design genius? I don't know. Probably. You know, the rumbling there. Mm. Yeah. But isn't it the same? It's the same sound in Doctor No, isn't it? Oh, right. Well, yeah. We we does the boat. Mm. Obviously, this is the compact one that's in a in a camel. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm sure we said we should do an episode on lovely recurring noises and the sounds of double seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> hearing James Bond, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every documentary now has to be yeah. the you know yeah. something. Anyway, we copied it to be fair with you know reading when we do book reviews, saluting Sean. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry, right. lads. No, no, no. It's it's <laughs> it's me slightly taking the. <laughs> Anyway, Largo topless with a blazer. The best combination. Yeah, and uh, cravat. Cravat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with his cravat. Leather trousers or his wetsuit trousers. I don't know which. Yeah. yeah. No, well, <laughs> his wetsuit trousers. <laughs> Leather hot pants. <laughs> Get the look. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. He's such a great villain. I, 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 he is. Yes. Yeah. He's not yeah, been he's in good. it for ages as well. well Right, he gets like I said, he gets stuck in, and also that you feel the hierarchy. Like yeah. you know, yeah. in Promise Your Love, you feel like these are the constantly worried about blowfetters. Like I, I, I need to please him. I need to make sure this is mm. right because the threat, constant threat. And I, I like that. I just he just looks so great, and like with his you know his eye patch and his you know white tuxedo jacket. It's just yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting because we don't. Maybe generally throughout the series, we don't see people, you know, villains go through the same sort of, I don't know, costume changes and setting changes in the same way as this. So, you know, when we see, we first see Largo in Paris, it's Paris, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's in that big overcoat over his shoulders and a hat and everything and very smart suit. And then when he's addressing Spectre and everything like that. So to then, if you were to then cut to him in like scuba gear and, you know, jacket over and stuff like that, it's quite a big... It's quite a big change. Again, you know, I can't picture that they'd... I can't picture, you know, Safin, let's say Safin. And I'm not just picking on, you know, but if he, if he suddenly needs... He does to... have a mask, doesn't he? No, well, when he visits Madeline, well, the psychotherapist, where she doesn't guess yeah, who he is, he's still yeah. wearing that Japanese sort of... Perhaps, what is the, what's the purpose of that mask? I mean, like, I can't picture, say, if at the end, sort of in the final climax of it, yeah. like the... Nothing needed to get in the same, you know, scuba gear to do something or... Matt, the, the only comparison I can think of, Matt, is if you think about Toby Stevens' first appearance in Die Another Night, oh, yeah. and then you jump to his final appearance. That's it. Yeah, but you get... Well, at least you get the fencing gear and you get the... Oh, you get loads of costume changes. You get race changes. Sorry. You get suits. Sorry, yeah. That horse riding outfits, you get kind of like casual, it's yeah. gray. The gray trousers and gray <laughs> And trainers <laughs> for the end scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hard hat. 
but also yeah. the, all the, all in keeping with his character and what he, yeah yeah in that role would were yeah his eyewear as well with different glasses yeah not the best glasses in that film though are they John? <laughs> <laughs> if I had the money, I would buy her from uh, the shop. Yeah, can you get them from the, NH- the NHS? <laughs> from the NHS, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. you quid or we'll spend thousands on the sensor. Yeah, <laughs> but the, he, this is quite to go back to Largo. This is quite scary now, isn't it? Because it's he, he's pretty horrible to to. You actually yeah. see him physically violent towards her, you know. Chucks her in the cabin. So now again, the tension's racketed up a bit. You're genuinely a bit worried for her. You're worried about the situation with the bombs. And now you are caught. It's yeah. So good. A way to end that scene. It's mm. the editing again. Brilliant. Yeah, the sense of threat and, and you worry for, for her. It's like yeah. what's he do? But we 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 didn't get that in the, the yacht in Skyfall. No. What's it called? That it was in a quiz. I think it was in one of the Thunderbolts quizzes. I've forgotten there. What the name of the sh- the what the, the yacht in Skyfall? You know, Chimera. Is it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. After presumably a nod to Mission Impossible Two. Yeah, must be. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, one of the best tracks and you've ever heard from Hans Zimmer. But, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> if only his No Time to Die score was as good as uh, Mission Impossible Two. Oh yeah, Lisa Gerrard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My goodness me. What a film. <laughs> Do Grey Scott, of course, another wooden yeah. top. Potential contender. You he would have made a good bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Would it, it wouldn't be a Bond film review without a mention of Mission Impossible 2 or Superman 3, would it, really? Yeah. <laughs> the best of the series, respectively. <laughs> Imagine Tom doing a Bond film, like Anthony Hopkins as M. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Pryor is a comedy character. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have a comedy character, Tom. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. I think you know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. in the wrong era, Tom. Oh no! What, what's his name? Obrachev. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Very, yeah. very similar I'm to. Going to try and cast Richard Pryor. <laughs> and, you know. Very similar to Gus from Superman Three. Gus Gorman. Oh, Pryor's cat. I'm sure you know that off the heart. Chris Rock instead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. We've done it. You know, after all we've said about right, what we need is <laughs> we've, 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 we've found the formula. Gus. Yeah. So we, we <laughs> Bond is now emerging the cave, and there's tears on it. I put this Chris tears on his wetsuit. Yeah. Obviously had a bit of trouble getting in there. Yeah. There's no nothing. The sort of cuts between the two, doesn't it? Because then it goes back to Domino. Unbelievable mm-hmm. shot, the reflection film. Yeah, and the ceiling. Yeah, getting so much invention going on while they have a year to film this. I keep saying, you know, it's yeah. remarkable, isn't it? You've given me much pleasure, Domino. So then again, it's heck, really... Yeah. Mm. yeah. You might be thinking the whole way through, heck, it's only alluded to, but now it is actually, you know, dear me. It's quite unpleasant. It is, mm. it is, yeah. And tied up as well. I know it's the yeah. classic damsel in distress, but it is a bit more... It's not just for the sake of it. It's like he's he's proper into yeah, it, isn't he? Yeah. Cigar and... Yes, and ice cubes. Ice for... Ice for the place. Yeah. And then that bloke's like hovering around the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Similar to um, the Punisher film, isn't it? Can you remember when... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he doesn't... He, the film, The Punisher, Tom Jones. Yeah, Jane yeah, one, brilliant. Yeah, where yeah. He, he captures some guy and he, he tortures him with an ice lolly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, can we to, to you know make him think it could be? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I don't know if it's the same sort of science behind that. I've no idea. It's like that fable where a dog goes down to the, <laughs> the office. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Don't be laughs> <like a> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Harry, I'm not, you know. No, 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 Yeah, he sort of rip, <laughs> rip, starts to rip a top off and then there's like Harry Green <laughs> from Domino. And again, not for yeah. just awful. Not for kids, any of this. You get the insight into why she felt so hopeless uh, on the beach because she's obviously like those lines about giving me much pleasure and stuff. He's obviously mistreated <laughs> for years on end. She has must have such a bad yeah. view of men. And do you think echoes, you know, Lupe on board? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And the way that she's been treated by Sanchez and you know, yeah, Milton Crest as well. Yeah, and Milton. <laughs> Well, there's a lot. You went nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seen a lot of girls like you come. Oh. <laughs> Don't look like that little lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Drunk. So realistic. Drunk. Yeah. yeah. You're drunk. <laughs> what a what a film. What? Yeah, and this. And this, yeah. Well, go back to the Thunderball. That's what you do. <laughs> The McClory, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end, when we're talking about it as a whole, I do want to talk about Thunderball and the film Spectre. And you know, I know we've, we've oh, chatted, but the the possibilities that there could have been, and you know, maybe things mm-hmm. that Brian do. Anyway, remember that? No, I really want to hear that. That's because it is obviously that's yes, we've had obviously Dimes Off Forever was the last proper one with with uh, Blofeld, but this feels like the kind of Spectre they were trying to go for, doesn't it? More, but anyway, yeah. we'll get, we will get on. To it. Yeah, so it's pretty depressing. And then, yeah, Kutzer, however you say, it, interrupts to say that they're activating the bomb. And then another great line: "There is no one to rescue." Yeah, right. So I'm going to say this now. This is my major criticism of the film. Right, the film completely hangs on a guy who's been the mastermind of <laughs> of a, a nuclear bomb having a crisis of conscience about a woman being mistreated. This Cuts guy comes from nowhere. He has been involved all in the missile, sorting the missiles out. You know, it's his plan. It says about him being a mastermind earlier. Yeah, he's just in the line later, doesn't it, when they're escaping and he's kind of saying, you know, I've just been doing what I've been told or something. But there's a He tries to justify it, but at the end of the day, he knew what was going on and he had no qualms about hundreds of thousands of people dying. But he sees Largo put a cigar on one woman, and all of a sudden he has a complete crisis, <laughs> yeah, yeah. conscience crisis, and freezer, and yeah. in effect, like helps her, you know, kill Largo. Now, it's not massive in the grand scheme of things. I just think it just—it's just out of character for the rest of the film, to be honest. He doesn't look like somebody who's he's in love with Domino and that he did it all for hers. <laughs> Maybe it's like the, the reality of what you know that that you you know that when you talk about like bombings, it's just like these are figures, aren't they? These are just numbers. But when mm. you someone being hurt for real, it's suddenly like, oh actually I don't want to be part of this. Right. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. That's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> 
satisfied customers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've closed that loophole. Let's carry on then. Yeah. <laughs> Adequate. But no, I, I, I do I do get it. it because if because you, when you're watching it for this review, you're looking into more of those kind of things. And maybe I didn't sort of appreciate that at the time, that it is a bit, bit of a 180, isn't it, almost? And yeah, the guy did that. She needs to be rescued. Yeah. She needs to she needs to escape to kill him. So therefore, you need to get sort of a third party to actually yeah. help help her get out. Because it wouldn't be believable that she could escape mm. from Largo. So you need someone else to do it. Yeah. yeah. Hans, what are you doing, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Harry? He's left with some scissors. <laughs> Sorry, my chair's just broken. I'm trying, trying to fix it. Absolutely um, brilliant. Bond sat waiting for Felix. At all to arrive, they use that gadget. Is it? Is it the thing you swallowed? I'm trying to remember what this is now. Like a homing device, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's obviously where they, they find him in the in a grotto <laughs> in the cave. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shoots the flare. So he, he does. I love how he uses absolutely everything. A bit like the briefcase, you know. It's in from us with love. Mm, All the yeah. things Q gave him. He's like, yeah. And then epic bond lifted onto the helicopter. Yeah. You don't see things like this in the 60s much, do you? You know, it's pretty. Pretty expansive to watch this. Yeah, so he warns them that the Spectre are intending to use the bombs on Miami. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd forgotten about this. I'm just flipping it. Mm. Mm. Farmers in Miami, you know, and consider yeah. it out. Presumably it's the nearest, you know, the nearest place yeah. to America, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, again, genuine threat, Math. You, you're always asking for, you know, so there has to be some, the villain scheme has to have consequence. Yeah, it does. And I do like it in films when that scheme or the consequences, you learn something new right near the end, something even bigger. I think that's always... Obviously, it's not something you do every time, but I think it works really well when it's done. Silicon Valley, you know, when the Stacey and that she's working it all out and... Yeah. Yeah. So good. All the bolts. (laughs) Yeah. 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 The door being opened. Oh, it's tense there. Yeah, so yeah, so uh, I put here gorgeous dry hair from Sean Connery. A bit like Roger Moore when he when he's in the you know uh, in, with the boa, the boa constrictor or the, or the python, whatever it is. You know, the really wet, flat hair, and then a few minutes later, it's gradually completely dry for when he gets into the yeah buff. Yeah, but gradually. So yeah, moving mad. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. And it is hot, of course, in, in yeah. Bath, so it could have dried, so that's fine. Really that's it for part five of our Thunderball review, but stay tuned for the final part, where Bond completes his mission, we discuss the critical and commercial impact of the film, as well as giving our own thoughts on Thunderball. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.